Welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Before we get started, I need everybody to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And this is a reminder that this podcast is designed to speak your truth and to reach your highest self. All right, so... I know it's been a while since I've been gone. I've been gone for a minute now. I'm back with the jump off goons in the cut. <laughs> um, all right. So I know I've been gone, but I've been gone because I've just been trying to get right with the podcast myself. Amongst other things, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um So it's a lot going on, but I do want to go over how I'm living my best life. And like I said, it's a pan, it's a pandemic. Um, I have some transitions going on with my life. I'm trying, I know we, um, I talked about this probably more than a few episodes ago, but I am transitioning in my career, um, into marketing, social media marketing, graphic design and I'm also going to be moving back in with myself Zakia <laughs> so we're gonna be um I just got a new apartment back with myself again um and I want to report a praise report that I have been staying active I've been exercising y'all I've been going running I've been doing some ab workouts and I feel really good about it. I feel really good that I'm running again because <clears throat> there was a point in my life where I wasn't running and you know, we was getting up there in the in the weight game, but we back and it's all good. And I'm interning. Uh, I guess I should have talked about that with my career transition, but I am interning for social media marketing, doing online classes, I'm hustling, spending time with my friends. Um, I know that <laughs> we're in a pandemic and a lot of people have been feeling like isolated or whatever, um, away from family, whatever, you know, your situation is. But, you know, I've had the opportunity to spend Pretty much, I feel like every month I've seen my friends and we've hung out and we've done stuff. Um, we we had to get creative because, you know, not everything is open. And I think we're also at that age where we're kind of over the club, the bar. So it's just like, we just, we like chilling in the house and that's what we've been doing. And it's been a great time. So um, that's how I've been living my best life. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, let's get into do 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 the topic today. So we are going to talk about effective communication today. Do you have the courage to talk, to tell your truth about effective communication? So this topic came up because it was on my spirit because I had a friendship breakup back in May and um, the friendship breakup with, was with my best friend. And um, 
Like, this was my best friend of the past 11 years. And we were really, really, really close. It was devastating. It was hurtful that, you know, we're no longer friends. It was shocking. I was confused. All these different emotions came up after we parted ways. Um, But the lesson that I took from the breakup was that I did not do a good job at communicating. Throughout our whole friendship, I don't feel like I did a good job at communicating what I needed, what I wanted out of the friendship and what I needed from her. And um, I didn't do a good job at establishing boundaries. um, And that led to suppression of my feelings and emotions and which then led to our breakup, our demise. So, um, yeah, it just caused me to reflect. Like, it was just, it was, it was a hard time because I'm just like, damn, like, you know, and I, and I, you know, I started blaming myself after we stopped talking because last year, (coughs) excuse me, I had another friend from back home that, you know, we stopped being friends as well. And it was like, the breakup with her was, like, way more explosive and way more, like, it got to the point where I, I wanted to fight homegirl if I ever saw her, but I didn't get a chance to see her. So, you know, here we are. But, <laughs> yeah, I definitely wanted to be her ass. But anyway, and I'm just being honest, you know, like, I'm human. I'm, I know we working through some things, but I'm human. Um, but it, I started blaming myself because... I was like, damn, like, you know, I had another breakup with a friend and um, I kept thinking like, damn, is it me? Is it me? Whatever. Like, what what else can I do? Like, what else am I doing? Am I not doing something correctly? Um, So it was it was really tough. But my therapist, she definitely helped me break down um, what happened and she helped me to unpack like what happened throughout the whole friendship with me and my ex-best friend. So if you don't know what effective communication is, let's take a moment and let's define what effective communication is, all right? Because a lot of us don't like to read. (laughs) A lot of us don't like to read. And as we get older, it does become challenging to read more. So Um, we don't like to read, so I'm going to break down the definition of what effective communication is. Effective communication is understanding emotions and intentions behind the information and clearly, clearly conveying a message. And I, and to get back into, you know, the breakup and I'm a, be off this in a while but I wanted to when I found this out when I found out like okay DM what is effective communication I wanted to work things out so bad with homegirl but she wasn't willing to make things work and you know that made me feel like a complete failure because I'm just like damn what the fuck you know like what am I going to do? And um, and also, like, to give context with 
me coming to this conclusion about effective communication, <clears throat> when me and my ex-best friend, when we disagreed, you know, it always escalated really, really quickly on both ends. Not just me, her too, but when things started to get, like, really bad, like, I remember a couple years ago, we both agreed that if it got to the point where we were both really upset and we were going back and forth through text message that we would stop having the conversation through text message and we would schedule a time for us to talk on the phone so nothing gets misconstrued and, you know, we can effectively talk about whatever it is that's going on. And as I began to progress in my journey of higher self and I felt like the disagreements would get progress faster with with her rather than with me because I was I'm in a space where it's just like I do want to keep the peace like I don't want to argue with people you know like that's not where I'm at in my life because I feel like it takes up a lot of energy and time and it's distracting to other shit that I'm doing and other shit that I have going on so it's like I do my best to like keep the peace and I think me keeping the peace turned into me being passive about um, when things came up with her. And it was just like, she would, like, we would disagree about something and then she would just go from zero to 100. And I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever, like, type shit. And I kind of just didn't. And when we got back together and we started communicating again and we, you know, we kind of talked it out. I never brought up the fact that she was doing these things to hurt me, you know, and I kind of let it slide because I'm just thinking like in the back of my head, <clears throat> she made comments about how, you know, oh, well, you know, you're you're the only person that I get into disagreements with or arguments with. So it made me feel like, OK, well, I can't say anything that, you know, that you're doing that's hurting me because you always feel like I'm doing things to hurt you, you know? So I kind of didn't say anything. So I I just let it be because I'm just like, you know, I just want to keep the peace. Like, I want this friendship to thrive. And, and it's like, in the back end, I was just really hurting myself by not saying anything about what she was doing. And it's like, I didn't want to seem like I was being difficult. And so, yeah, in my passiveness, like, it just turned into me pretty much like exploding and my lesson and all of this, um, you know, the disagreement was about learning about communication styles. So the three communication styles that we're going to talk about today is passiveness, aggressiveness, and assertiveness. What is a passive communicator? Examples of being passive is giving in, which I was doing. And you want to know what's funny? I feel like ever since I moved here to Houston, like, I've become so much more passive because people out here are not um, as aggressive and or they're passive aggressive. And so it made me feel like, and like I just said, like, it made me feel like I was being difficult when I would speak up and say things, but I was really being an aggressive communicator back in the day, but it turned into me being passive, but not being passive is giving in, not taking the, um, not talking, not being heard, not trying, um, not trying to keep the, 
sorry, you're trying to keep the peace. You're allowing others to bully you, and that leads to damaging your self-esteem, and it damages your relationships in the long end. And I feel like that's what happened. Um, an aggressive communicator, I feel like that's what I was doing. Um, coming from the East Coast and Northeast, like, we are very aggressive. Like, we just don't care. Like, I feel like people up North, they're not like, I want to say that we're rude. Yeah, we're rude. Um, and I think it's because it's really cold up there. I'm making excuses. <laughs> I'm making excuses for us, but you know, it is really cold up there and it's cold the majority of the year. So we get we get upset about that. So we get a little rude and antsy or whatever. But anyway, I would say that I was an aggressive communicator because I learned that, and this is not an excuse, but this is something that I'm trying to unlearn to that my family, you know, like we're just aggressive. Like I, um, like growing up, even with my grandparents, they still be yelling and they damn near 90 years old. I'm just like, why are you yelling? You know, like that's just how we talk to each other. We yell at each other. Um, and we feel like that's an effective way to communicate. And then it turns into zero to 100 when when me and my family has gotten together in the past. I don't participate in that shit now because everybody could get cut the fuck off, period. Don't talk to me like that. But an example of um, being an aggressive communicator is talking over people, bullying others, thinking only about your needs, that's a huge thing because, like, you know, a lot of us, we are selfish. Um, we communicate or we um, live off of our ego. So we are only thinking about ourselves. So thinking only about your needs, shouting, violence. Um, my family is very violent. I I have been violent in the past. Um, that was like a solution it's still a solution um back home too like a lot, we still shooting and getting into fights and shit but anyway um <laughs> it damages relationships and it also damages others self-esteem as well so let's get to the money the goal this is what we need to be doing everybody needs to be doing in their life with others is being an assertive communicator. Um, so when you're assertive, you compromise, you talk and you listen. So when you listen, that means that you are not distracted by what the other person is saying. So if your cell phone is distracting you, the TV is distracting you, music is distracting you, put it away so that you can listen to what the other person is saying so that you guys can have an effective conversation. Making sure things are fair for you and the other person. Um, so when you have to like take yourself out of, sometimes you have to take yourself out of the situation and look at what the other person needs because it's not always about you. Um, standing up for yourself, which is what I'm doing now, and especially in my job, because they got me fucked up. <laughs> they got me fucked up at my job. <laughs> but standing up for yourself, expressing your point clearly and confidently. So with this, I think that if you are somebody that is 
I wouldn't say struggling, but if you have a challenge of being assertive in your communication and you have a problem with getting your point across clearly and confidently, I would say write things down. Um, I like to listen to podcasts, like you're listening to now. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, But listen to podcasts, YouTube videos um, to help you uh, write points down. Um, Get a journal. You know, I'm an advocate for journaling. So get you a journal, write down what you need to write down if you need to have a tough conversation with somebody so that, you know, you can get through it and it can be a a good conversation. Um, Assertive communication also enhances relationships and it's also going to build your self-esteem. So tips, if you are still struggling with this, here's some tips that I have. Um, that have helped me and they can help you to get through effectively communicating. Use I statements. When you use I statements, you take the blame off the other person. So when you start a conversation and you're saying you did this and you did that, it's always going to put the other person on the defense mode. So If you need something from somebody, you say, I would like for this is an example. I would like for you to call me more often. I would like for you to pick me up from work. I would like you to go to the grocery store for me and pick up my groceries. (laughs) I would like for you to rub my booty. Whatever, (laughs) whatever you need, start it with I statements. And I know when you're using I statements, it puts you in a place of of vulnerability. And that is tough for some people. But I feel like it's worth it in the end if you can be vulnerable and you can be honest about what it is that you need. And you need to describe how the other person's behavior makes you feel. So if, and let's go back, I guess I need to use myself for example. So let's go back to my relationship with my best friend so when we were getting into it like these past couple years I would say this is what I'm gonna remember um these past couple years like when we would get into it she would start calling names right and I would just be like so confused I'm like how did we get here like how did we get to the point of us well you calling me a name um But when we got to the point where we can reconcile, like, I should have said, I feel upset when you start calling me out of my name. So you need to describe how the other person's behavior makes you feel, like whether you're upset, angry, you feel um, excluded, whatever it is, however you're feeling. And you tell them what you need. I would like for you not to call me names. Um, And I'm going to leave this with you guys. Learn to communicate effectively so that it can improve your relationships with others. Because when you do this, nobody feels attacked. Nobody feels bullied. Everybody is feeling heard. It's challenging to do the right thing because... I'm doing the right thing sometimes. And it's like, you don't want, you want to go back. You want to, you want to go all, trying to find my way back, way back to you. 
<laughs> like, you really be wanting to go back to your old self and, like, you really got to sit in the mirror and be like, yo, we not doing that because it's going to stop all of your progress that you've made so far. So it's challenging to do the right thing. Trust me. I know. Trust me. I know. I have a roommate. And trust me, I know it's challenging to do the right thing. It's challenging to be an example because, and you know, when I start being the example and when I start showing people how I want to be treated, like it just makes things so much better. Like when I'm just like, okay, if this is what I want from the other person, then I need to you know, display that behavior to them and let them know. Like, you don't always have to say it sometimes, but just doing that, like being the bigger person. And it's like, I'd be like, damn, bitch, again, I got to be the bigger person again, again. Like, this is this is trash, but I do it. And it's definitely helped a lot. Trust me. You know, I've came I've came a very, very long way. Um, And. Figuring out what style communicator you are. Like, are you passive? Are you aggressive? Um, and if you're passive or aggressive, like, just figuring out what you can do to shift to being an assertive communicator. Um, look for ways you can improve. Um, and I want to know how that works out for you. And when it gets tough, don't stop. If you stop, it's just going to, you know, break your progress. And then you're just going to have to keep starting all over and all over again. And eventually it'll become like second nature and you won't even think twice about it. You'll be setting up meetings with people like, hey, do you have a time to talk at um, on Friday at 3.30? I would like to have a conversation with you. <laughs> and you give yourself time to write down them notes, whatever it is that you need to say. Talk to yourself in the mirror, like my homegirl Joy said. Talk to yourself in the mirror, goddammit. And big yourself up if you need to. Listen to some music. Do what you got to do. But I want everybody to, you know, strive to be the best effective communicator that you can be. And I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And make sure that you're subscribing to the pod on Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Oh, I forgot Spotify at the beginning of the podcast. Um, but Spotify, Google Play, and we coming to YouTube soon, y'all, as well. But, yeah, make sure you're subscribing and following the podcast on Instagram at Facts of Life Podcast and Facebook at Facts of Life Podcast as well. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your week. Peace.